I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're focusing on hip-hop's next 50 years. There's been a lot of talk and a lot of celebration about the roots of hip-hop over the first 50 years, but what we want to take a look at is, were there some things that we missed? But more importantly, what can we look to for new trends, new artists, and the way things are developing? Because so much has changed, not just from the way music is made, but also from the way that we are consuming it. So we've got an amazing panel to break this all down for us. Joining me is Chuck Kriegmer. He is the co-founder and CEO of allhiphop.com. Chuck, great to have you with us again. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. He is an on-air personality Monday through Friday in Grimm in the afternoons. And he also has his new movement show Sunday nights at 11. He's also a music producer. Drewski, thanks for being with us. Of course. I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah, so am I about this one. Also uh, with us joining us for the first time, Zeddy Will. He's an artist and um, entertainer. He's got a huge following on social media, and he's kind of embodying some of these new trends that we're seeing in the uh, emerging artists. We're going to find out all about that. But Chuck, I want to start with you because you've been with us through so many of these Hip Hop 50 shows as we've been taking a look back. Where do you think we're at now that this kind of like big history lesson and celebration is in the rear view? I think we're in a great space. I mean, okay, maybe not a great space, but we're in a good space. <laughs> you know, I think that I think most of the problem lies in people's inability to really look at their own inner power and what they are capable of doing. Because right now you see spaces such as, you know, the various platforms, YouTube or Instagram or Spotify and things like that. And those folks are businesses and their businesses have different ways of working, different algorithms, and different things that you have to learn as an artist. Um, furthermore, you know, we have a lot of diversity right now, and those artists each um, have, you know, a very distinct and different uh, fan base. Uh, back in the day, you know, we sat in front of a TV or next to a radio, and we were um, listening to what either a program director or someone, you know, decided was worth our ears. So if you dig, you're going to find any and everything you really want to hear. So I think we're in a great space for people that truly love music. For those that are waiting for it to be spoon fed to them, it's a little bit harder. Drewski, what about for you? Because you, you have your ear to the streets, you, you're out there, you're outside all the time, and you, you're seeing a lot of the new things. It's like, where do you think we are right now? Right. Like Chuck said, I think we're in a good space. For me, I always felt like the middle child where I can, you know, communicate with the OGs and the older generations. And I'm in tune with the new generation. And I think there was always um, like a misunderstanding, right? You get a lot of the older cats saying, yo, these new artists don't know nothing about hip hop, where it started. Da -da -da. I feel like this year for a lot of the new artists, these young kids that are just starting a music career, this year, they, it taught them a lot, right? There was a lot of history when we celebrated Hip Hop 50. If you didn't know some of the hip hop history, you learned this year. So I think it was a good like bridge for like the old generation and the new generation to kind of celebrate, you know, one another this year. And I feel like a lot of the young artists, they kind of got in tune to who started things, where things started, you know, how they're here today. And, and um, young artists like Zeddy, who probably, you know, didn't know certain things until this year as we celebrated Hip Hop 50. He gained some knowledge and now applying it to his music 
And it's been a big year for samples too, right? Like a lot of sampling came back. And I feel like because of the whole hip hop 50, that might've been a little influence on music this year. You hear some of the biggest records today have samples in it. So I just feel like it was a good like 180, you know, a good turnaround for both the old generation and the new generation. Zeddy Will, what about that? Because you're, you're one of the hottest new artists out there right now. Congratulations on everything. Thank God, I appreciate it. You know, back to what Drewski said, like, I feel like there's definitely a, um, a bridging of a gap between the two generations. Me, myself, you know, I'm 21 years old. I love 90s style type of music. I love that type of music. And I feel like now people are sampling songs and putting into different, like, the drill stuff and the Afro beats and the R&B. So I feel like there's a lot going on with that. Um, and I feel like we're heading in a good space because people want, I feel like the 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 50 years of hip hop is really making us understand that something I believe is my opinion, 90s, 80s music is the best music. So us being able to connect them um, and get to where we at right now, I feel like next 50 years would be good. Were there certain things that you heard or you found or artists you found out about over the over the course of this last year and all these celebrations and the focus that you were kind of like, wow, I didn't realize that that was that was great or that was interesting or anything like that that you kind of like, whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, like I found out a lot about uh, uh, a lot of his songs that I just heard, and and I'm trying, I'm figuring out the artists now. Um, a lot of producers. Um, the biggest person I keep hearing about is Rakim. Like I never knew who Rakim was. I'm like, who's Rakim? Keep hearing all these songs, how how big he is, and all these ceremonies and stuff. I went to the BET um Hip Hop Awards, and I seen he had this whole big thing about. It. I'm like, who's Rakim? And I found out like who Rakim was, and all his his songs. So I think that's just one of the examples of just people and artists that I've been figuring out about during the for the um for the years of hip hop. No, that's fantastic. And a lot more to discuss on this topic. We're talking about hip-hop's next 50 years. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts. And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You dig? Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers on hip-hop's next 50 years. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We have an amazing panel to talk about. Where is hip-hop going? We've had all these big celebrations, all this focus on history, hip-hop's history. So what's happening with all of that now and where are we going to see it end up? Joining us for this conversation, Chuck Creekwork. He's the co-founder and CEO of allhiphop.com. Also with us, Hot 97's own DJ Booski. You hear him every day, every afternoon on Hot 97. He's also uh, got a show called The New Movement, Sunday nights at 11 on Hot 97. He's also a music producer and out basically everywhere. Also with us is Zeddy Will. He's a new artist, emerging artist and entertainer. You guys, thank you so, so much for uh, for being with us. Drewski, what about you talking about the samples and that that's kind of, there are a lot of hit songs that are out now like that. Oh, yeah. I think social media is what's carrying it, right? Because like Zeddy spoke on earlier, some of the artists that they're sampling, the younger generation don't even know, you know, whose records are those. And records that Rakim probably sampled are even older. So I think social media is, is bringing, you know, these records back around, these samples back around. You see like J.I.D. who currently has like a big record where they sample in and, and it's going viral, you know, just all for like the the challenges they're, they're doing with these the music. So I think sampling has came a long way and in, in, to the new generation, the drill music. Right now, I feel like a majority of these drill records in New York City have samples on them, you know, and then even going into the, Jersey Drill records where they're sampling, you know, older, older records and putting them on uh, dance. It's just like insane how much sampling is going on. And it's always been happening. I was talking to me from Naughty by Nature and he was saying like how 
you know, their records were sampled back then and kids today are using it again. And it's like, it just keeps going and going. So I think sampling is a part of hip hop. I've always been part of hip hop from the very beginning, but to see how it's influencing the younger generation, I feel like, oh, this is really cool to, you know, there's, they're learning as they're producing. And I think that's the best part of music right now is that not only are you putting songs out and entertaining, but the new generation is learning as they go. And I think that's pretty dope. I think it's important. Yeah, it's important to notice, note that they are sampling old hip hop records because, right, you know, these are records that are familiar to the, you know, Gen X or uh, my generation, you know, the songs that we used to listen to and party to. And now they're coming back. And I think that's really a great way to bridge the gap because, you know, it's a teachable moment. It's a moment to educate or even just maybe at the cookout or something, you know, we we bust a two-step together or something, you know. I'm not doing all that crazy, all that bend your knees ra- uh, rap. <laughs> <laughs> Go, okay. Zaddy! Go, Zaddy! Right, exactly. Go Zaddy. That's the last thing, the, the last thing I'm going to do. But it is kind of cool to see people like Busta, um, you know, working with people. You know, his whole album is pretty much a love letter to the younger generation, you know, so... Um, I would challenge even the older generation to open their ears a little bit and really tune in and listen in and really pay attention and not disregard the younger generation because that's exactly what the older generation did back in the day. Right. Yeah, it was just like, why are y'all being so hypocritical about the young people now when you know how they did us? Right, exactly. Zeddy, tell us about about your career because... You're not what people think of as a traditional rapper. Right. Yeah, so um, I think that comes with just me, like I said before, my style of loving 90s music and me being able to mix the two, like the the, the new generation stuff and the old generation stuff. Um, and I feel like I'm, you know, the beats I rap over and, and the type of songs I make, like I had a big song this year called Freak You. And it was a freaking you. Um, so it was, it was a sample from Jodeci, Freaking You. Um, and I just made it what it was like making a new school and making it sound good to the people today. Um, and I feel like it makes me appreciate the samples and stuff, you know, like a lot of artists now are throwing out songs and not like myself was not really knowing who made the song go, you know, it just sounded good to the people who sounded good to the air. So, um, yeah, I think my style is just old school and new school and people love it. And it's like, very It's not profanity. It's nothing crazy. It's entertaining. I'm trying to bring fun music back and I think I'm doing a pretty good job of it. So, no, and of course, and the the fans, uh, the fans definitely think that think that as well. The, the energy, the Drewski, you talked about this, like bringing the fun, bringing the fun back to hip hip hop, as opposed to something that was just you know all about the violence, all about just a lot of you know just a lot of activity that could get you a, a long term bit. Right. Um, yeah, I think we're seeing a lot of records where you know even if the artist, the content in the song is might be a little dark. But the production of the records are like, you know, back to where you could dance to songs like Zeddy Wells Freak You, like that's straight party. Let's have fun. Forget about all our stress and, and just, you know, turn up. And I think we're seeing a lot of that. Um, like I said, social media, his approach to it was using his platform to kind of deliver his message and deliver his music, which is not the traditional way of putting music out. Right. He was making little clips, just dancing with him, his friends, with other influencers and using that to kind of get the the music out so they see 
the artists having fun. They see the artists dancing to their own music and now everybody else wants to join along. And I think that is what's, you know, helping make the music fun is like you're seeing the creators have fun making it. So now you just want to, you know, go along with that type of energy. But even as a DJ to be in a club and play records that people could dance to and have fun, it brings a different energy to us as well. You know, being on a radio to play records that, you know, people may be in their car just dancing to. And it's like, oh, this is perfect. We're, I think we're in a good space. It's a good balance between, you know, the fun records and then you still have the street records and then you have the conscious records. So I think we're in a pretty good space, you know, coming out of 2023, going into the new year. Yeah. Chuck, what about the so social media, the new gatekeeper for hip hop and for stars? Because it used to be just the DJs or the radio stations and, and a few record labels. Is this like a, a, a big change? I don't think social media is a gatekeeper. I think it's actually opened the gates. It's like a free for all now, uh, which is which to me is a bit of a catch 22. Like it's good and bad. I think there's two sides to that. I think that unfortunately, the algorithm is moved by drama you know, you know, death even, you know, it's, it's really predicated on being as salacious as possible and getting the conversation started, getting the clicks, getting the likes, the hates, the comments, the views. It really doesn't, it's almost a agnostic. Like it doesn't really care what you're doing as long as you get engagement going. And so some of the artists that are a little more conscious or positive or whatever, or even boring whatever you want to call it. If you can't get the algorithm going, it kind of sucks for you. Um, on the flip side, it is a good exchange. It is a good way to share music and um, in a positive way. So uh, D1 is an example of a more positive artist who's kind of been a little, a little bit of a you know lightning rod right now. But at the same time, he has created a conversation without engaging in a lot of negativity. So I'm I'm glad to see social media being used properly. On the other side, I think that it can be negative. I think we've kind of chilled on the negativity, though. Kind of, you know, like we haven't seen as much craziness recently. No, definitely, Zeddy. How does it? Uh, how is how is it for you when you perform live? You know, after you people have seen you so much on their phones, and then they're seeing you in person. Tell us about that. Yeah, so a lot of times, you know, when I go out and perform on these different shows, the fans. It's like they understand the energy already. And the energy that I'm giving on, you know, TikTok or Instagram, I'm being myself, I'm being loud, I'm having fun. They expect that same energy in person. So when I'm able to, yo, my name's Eddie Will, and they'll be able to say it back. And, um, you know, a lot of times now at performance, everybody got their phones out and, you know, flashes on. They want to see what's going on. But I feel like now a lot of times when I perform, it's like I want to see that same energy he has on the phone in person. So I can't miss this. So I can get out to the, I can get out to the media, but... I know Zeddy got somebody recording. I'm, I'm going to be able to see it. So let me just enjoy the, mouth, enjoy the moment, see what's going on. So that's how it is for me. Live. And, and how was it for you? You went to Howard University, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was it like for you when you went back there to perform? That was fun. Um, so yeah, I was at Howard at, in 2021. Um, when I went back, it was like different, you know, seeing all the people that I went to school with a little bit older now. Um, a lot of my professors, um, I was on a track team as well. So I got to see my track coach and of course, country coach. It was it was different. It was like everybody was just like, "Why he went here?" Because a lot of people didn't know. Oh, he went here, and I'm so comfortable and 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 so cool with everybody, all, all the students and type of stuff like that. So it, it was fun. It, it was it was fun being able to go back to my dorm room where I used to live at, um, going to the two calves that we used to be at, um, just being on the yard and performing. It was fun.
And do, do you think a little bit of college helped you with what, what you're doing now? Definitely. I think it, I, that's my fan base, you know, uh, the kids, the college uh, kids, um, the high school students as well. Like, that's my fan base. I want to rock that the most. Um, they show the most support and they understand me. They understand my music. They understand my comedy. They just understand me as an entertainer in, in total. All right. When we come back, I'm going to ask our guests. Hip hop has always been known for its personalities, for its artists, for the extravagant, over the top looks and styles and all that kind of thing. Is that starting to change a little bit? We'll find out what everybody has to say when we come back. Stay with us. What it do, what it do, man. It's your boy Roscoe Dash. And this is The Street Soldier with Lisa Evers, man. Real issues, real politics, real people. Only on Hot 97. Let's do it. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip-hop's next 50 years. We have an amazing panel to do just that. Joining me is Chuck Creekmore. He's the co-founder and CEO of AllHipHop.com. Also with us is Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. You hear him in the afternoons on Hot 97 and Sunday night at 11 p.m. on The New Movement. He's also a music producer. And also with us is Zeddy Will. He's an artist and entertainer, one of the hottest new artists that is out there, doing things basically his own way. Chuck, let's just talk about the hip-hop style. I mean, there's like the classic international hip-hop style, which you guys, you know, the hat, the, you know, the baseball cap, the, the hoodie or the jacket or whatever. And then a lot. And then with the artists, a lot of jewelry and just crazy over the top costumes and, and stuff like that. Do you think that's starting to change? Yeah, I think it's changing. You know, we're seeing more baggier fits now. Everybody is, you know, doing it a little different. I, I, I'm not going back to that. I'm just going to keep it keep it real with you. But I'm, <laughs> I, I've never been a skinny jeans wearer either. But it is it is going back to more a more flamboyant and, you know, fashion forward way. You know, we still have our traditions and, you know, some of the things that we traditionally do in hip hop. But I also think that we're seeing um, really an expanded view of what we can or can't do. There's really there's really no rules. And again, back to social media, you know, if you want to get people talking, you might wear some boots that are made of plastic and red and big looking like a super anime hero or something crazy like that you know you know what i'm saying but uh, that's the point <laughs> so we don't really frown on it i think we we do frown on it sometimes but i think more often than not it's done for a reason and um i think it opens people's minds up so i'm, I'm glad to see it overall pretty much like more individual is there room for more individuality like Sadie, you don't rock the chains and you don't rock the all the bling and everything right Oh, I'm doing uh, you. What you see is what you get with me. You know, like I feel like me, I'm more of a streetwear type of person. You know, when I'm on stage, when I'm um, at interviews, whatever the case may be, I don't really do the chains. I don't do the, the earrings and all that type of stuff. The rings like I me. Mean, everybody has their style. Though. I feel like some people are going to carry that on, you know, wearing the chains and stuff. And then some people just be like me and just like being regular and just like having fun and performing. Being regular, being comfortable. And that's it. So, Drewski, what about that? Because you, you see, you see it all. And listen, you've been a fashion. Uh, You've been a fashion, cutting-edge type of guy your whole career. Right. No, I've seen a mix of it, especially with artists when they come to the radio to do interviews. You get a, a good mix now. Like, you get the street dudes that come in with the big chains and the big diamonds and walking around with the stacks of money exposed. And then you get artists that, you know, come in that look like they got out of bed and just came to do the interview, but they're equally stars. You know what I'm saying? So I think everyone can be their self. I think with social media... You're seeing even with the females, you, artists like Sexy Red, who people are like, what? You know, she don't have the big, you know, she'll wear a big jewelry chain, but 
she wants to connect with her fans and it feels like, oh, she's shopping in the same places as the girls that are in school shop. Same thing with Ice Spice. I think she has a good balance of like fashion, but music always, I feel like, push fashion forward. When you have the artists mentioning brands in their songs, you know, the the artists that are wearing it in their videos, it, it kind of pushes fashion forward. And now you see so many different unique styles uh, from pop rock styles to street dudes to, you know, just somebody, an uh, artist like J. Cole, who's a top superstar artist, you know, you would never see him dripped out with jewelry. He, he He's riding his bike in New York City. You know, he's not in a Bentley pulling up. So right. <laughs> time to see, you know, with you see both sides of things, but it, it's great to see it because for me, it's entertaining when I, you know, the same day I see an artist come in and you're like, whoa, he's, he got a million dollars worth of jewelry on. And then the same artist in the same caliber walk in and he got a t-shirt on. It's like, wow. And so, right. you, you know, what people are accepting. No, and also that they don't feel that they have the pressure that they have to have, uh, you know, what they use, what some of the styles will call the rapper starter kit. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it's not, it's it's changed a lot to me, you know, and seeing the superstar artist not even having, you know, having to impress anyone, I think it's great. Chuck, what about that? What do you think about that? I think it's awesome, man. I mean, listen, we are comfortable in our skin now. I think we're very comfortable in our skin. You know, you don't have to wear even a name brand. It's like really about what you're bringing to the table as an individual and your clothes just accentuate that. And I think it's cool. You know, back in the day, I couldn't afford a gold chain at all. Like I couldn't afford that. And wearing a fake one was really the worst thing you could do. Second of all, getting robbed was like the other worst thing that could happen to you. People are dying out here. So I don't think it's necessary to wear the fit that costs a gazillion dollars and you don't even own a home. Like, I think we're off that. I think we're more interested in in um, guns and butter, things that really are valuable and not things that are just materialistic just for the sake of being materialistic. That's my opinion. Um, I think we're elevated after 50 years to really value the the important things. What about dance? What about dancing? Zeddy, that's important to you. Yeah, that's that's dancing right now is like it's it's crazy because it's like we mix in it goes back again. Like we mix up old school dances with new school dances. You know, now, you know, we getting sturdy to New York songs. Um, we got hip shaking. That's a big thing right now, you know, the Philly movement. Um, when we got the jersey, uh jersey bouncing. I guess look, a bunch of stuff going on. I feel like dancing right now is 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 a big trend to make music blow too. I feel like now, like if your song can make somebody dance, but like a specific type of dance, like I just freestyled over a cha-cha slide beat um, on, on our radar freestyle and people are already making dances and these kids are like 10 years old, 12 years old. They don't know what the cha-cha slide is, but it's just, it just feels so groovy and it feels like you dance to it. So I think that's a big thing right now. No, definitely. Drewski, what about that? The dances? How yeah, important are those to the artists? I think, you know, you, you started to see some of the older artists try to take that approach where they make music that people could dance to. I feel like for some people, it didn't really work out that much because you still got dudes like Chuck that don't really want to dance and go crazy. You know, he just watches two-step. So, you know, you still got to make music for people like us. Like, I'm not dancing in the middle of the dance floor no more. Like, I, I just don't got the moves. But this uh, new kids, that's all they want to do. Like they, they only come outside to have fun and to dance. They see it on social media. They want to duplicate it. They want to copy it. So I think having that balance in, in just music 
still making records that you could bounce your head to, two step to. But if you are 25 and under, you probably want to come out and dance. So I think, you know, we have those artists that make those records and like let them do it. Cause I'm starting to see some artists that you're not known for making dance records and you're just trying it because you see it's working, but it doesn't really connect the same. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, dancing is back. Like I said, uh, the, the challenges on social media, the, the way these kids are presenting their music is like, you have to dance. Like you're not going to- It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, you have to dance. So it's, I, I think it's fun. I think it's cool. I love watching it. It's entertaining. I love playing it and making, you know, watching people dance gives off a different type of energy. You know, it's more of a positive energy, happy energy. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm with that. I like that. No, absolutely. By the way, I do dance in my home. Well, I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the Apple Watch. Oh, I got I to gotta get these, uh, you know, this exercise is. So I bust a move, but I'm not outside dancing. So I appreciate that. Not getting sturdy. Not getting sturdy. Uh, I'm out of the dance. dance challenge. Right. <laughs> what about that? Um, well, what about what? what are the things, too, that, that's been really big the past year has been the the live performances and all the shows and all the concerts. I mean, it, it, it's just been like a huge number so many concerts all over the place, even like lots of school, uh, live shows, mini shows and, and that, that type of thing. Zeddy, tell us about that. What have you, are you doing more shows? Tell us about, you know, how that's affected you. I think uh, a big thing right now that I'm doing is going to different schools. Um, you know, a lot of times people are, are, you know, going to assemblies and performing at these middle schools or high schools. Um, just to connect with their fans a lot more, because you know a lot of kids can't can't uh, uh, buy tickets to go see shows. Um, sometimes shows on weekdays you can't go. Like I, when I was a kid, I couldn't go to see somebody perform. My favorite artist perform on a weekday, so I feel like a big thing right now is going to schools performing. Um, and and when you do have a, a live show, uh, I had a big show in uh, New Jersey in the summertime, uh, twenty four hours a piece out in Newark, New Jersey. That was what time went. It was outside big stage all the kids were able to come um they like seeing stuff like that so i feel like the summertime is a big time where if you want to get the shows and you see the fans and everybody can come out is that's a good time for it oh, that that was a great thing and i say something um yeah no you guys just jump in please festivals are pretty cool too you know a lot of the festivals have a very mixed um list of artists that are performing so like my daughter you know she and i go to these festivals together sometimes and that's really cool because there are artists up there that I'd have no clue who they are even, and she'll know who they are, and I'll be putting her on to artists that she never heard of, you know? So I think it's really cool to have that type of exchange, and really the dialogue is really what's important to bridge the gap. You know, my dad and I, we were real cool. He liked hip-hop because they were sampling records that he grew up on, and we had great fun really just, you know, going through his records or whatever and stuff like that, so... I think that's kind of what's coming around right now. Juicy, what about that? The mix it like mixing genres a little bit too. Oh yeah. I, like you said, festivals are great because you get the variety, you get the different artists. Even this year, I decided to produce like my own concert, right? And I and I had a lineup of like 12 artists. Zeddy was one of the artists that came out. And you just see, you know, from uh, artists like Zeddy, who's all about big energy dancing it's to Sleepy Hollow was more like, you know, his a mellow vibe, but the same kid that loved Zeddy loved Sleepy Hollow. So to see that connection and just seeing those kids, you know, going crazy and 
their reaction. And it was just a great, a great time for me it, to be able to watch it as a fan. We had a full one. who was like the, the tr- new hot trio in New York city. You got the big club song in New York city. They came out and the energy was insane. And, uh, you know, for me being able to not only be the DJ, the producer of the show, but to have my family there, like to have my daughter who's two years old on stage. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was just an incredible moment. But it just goes back to like yo, how important like live shows are, live performances are. That you can't get that behind the screen. Like the energy, the the comments and the likes that Zeddy gets is cool. But when it's happening in real time in person, it's a whole different type of energy. So to be able to feel it and to see it, it was incredible. You know, like amazing. And the lineup was so, so you know, different. It yeah. was yeah. He he gets he performed like he came out. And I heard the, the crowd go crazy and he was having a great time. So to see the artists and the audience both enjoying each other is it's amazing. And then also too, like brought like hip, the hip hop music consumer, it's like expanding their tastes and expanding their, what they like. Right. And our whole concept of it. Right. Because now you might be at a, a festival and like he said, you get introduced to new music and new artists. So you're, you're going to enjoy, you know, who you're looking forward to seeing. But you're also learning and getting new music that you probably never knew you would find or hear because it's just the way now things are set up. So I think it's awesome. No, definitely. All right, we're going to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back with more of hip hop's next 50 years in just a moment. What it do? This Kevin Gates from right now. I'm kicking it with Lisa Evers. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip hop's next 50 years with our amazing panel. Chuck Creekmer, CEO and co-founder of AllHipHop.com, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. You hear him weekdays on Hot 97. You hear him Sunday night at 11 with the new movement with the hottest new artists and also DJs in the clubs and produces music and puts on shows and basically out there all the time in the music. Also with us is Zeddy Will. He's an artist and entertainer, up and coming artist, um, making a big name for himself, doing it his own way. And, uh, Guys, this is this is really f- fantastic talking about all these developments and stuff like that. Zeddy, what's ahead for you? I think right now for me, uh, a big thing is music videos. That I think I've touched upon that. Um, having these music videos that are just not normal. You know, I, I feel like I'm a big person that I used to love Eminem music videos. I used to love Will Smith music videos. I used to love um, Missy Elliott music videos. You know, um, and I feel like being able to be as creative as possible and have a whole production team behind it and making them as big as possible. Like I just had a video that dropped and videos are not six minutes anymore, five minutes where it's like whole movies and you get to watch and not just see us perform the, just the, uh, just the song. I feel like that's a big thing and doing a lot more shows, connecting to the fans more and not just being only on social media and, and not just dropping songs and, and albums and EPs, like actually being able to perform them and go see the fans and having fans come buy tickets to your shows and, Stuff like that. So that. So you really get off on that energy, like the it, with the crowd. Yeah, I feel like it has to be seen in in, in person. Like I, you can see it all over social media. You can see it on your phone twenty four seven. But I feel like you connect a lot more with your fan base. And you grow a lot bigger fan base if it's in person and people are able to see it, like see it to believe it. Really. Yeah, definitely. Chuck, what do you think? That what do you think is ahead? Like, what do you see? Some of the biggest. I mean, one of the big trends we we didn't really discuss it, but the the emergence of of really top you know, top level, highly popular, hugely successful female artists too. But what do you see ahead? 
I see. Well, I'll, I'll say what my hope is. You know, my hope is that we just continue to expand the culture and really uh, keep open minds and really just, you know, know that there's a bigger picture, you know, really accentuating our diversity inside of hip hop. You know, it's really wide. Back in the day, uh, you know, you could see N.W.A. and Public Enemy on the same bill, like literally the same concert. And people will say that they were not in any way similar. But I think that if we focus on our common ground, we'll do much, much, much better. Um, right now, all hip hop is curating a list of 50 artists that we think will help push, you know, on the hip hop side, there's a list of 50 that we're looking towards to really push things forward 50 years. And we have a separate one celebrating our 25th anniversary of 25 people that we think will push the culture forward. And it's an expanded list of people in fashion, technology, business, and so on and so forth. So, you know, hip hop is more than just rappers and we have a lot that we bring to the table. So that's what I'm looking forward to. No, that's that's fantastic. And congratulations to all hip hop on 25 years. That's awesome. Thank you. That that is really incredible. Drewski, what about you? What do you think what do you think is is ahead? Because I mean you see all the newest stuff. Oh yeah, I'm getting it first, but I, I'm excited because there's so many new emerging artists and the new artists I feel like are being watched now. People are paying attention. There's a new market for new artists. You see everyone now wanting wanting to be a part of that, right? Before new artists were like, ah, stay away from us. We don't want, you know, we don't care about new music or new artists. Now the door is like wide open and influencers and platforms and DJs and radio is trying to be first on everything because it's moving so fast and music and artists are coming every day. You get a new artist. So I think there's a good lane and good market for new artists. So it's like, you know, be prepared because you have a bigger opportunity because people are paying attention. People are accepting more. Um, so I'm excited to see, you know, the, the whole emergence of new music and new artists because it's happening so fast. Like even for me, it's hard to keep up because day by day you're getting introduced to new music from different ways, right? I got DJs telling me about, you know, this artist is popping in Queens. Then you got the internet saying, this is the hottest artist on the internet. So it's just being able to, you know, not in, being able to cipher through it, um, but being open to to listening and paying attention to it. So I, um, I think it's, we're in a good, good space. And so some ama amazing space. Zeddy, I want to ask you one final thing in terms of the, the, the advice that you have for other people, any of these new artists, it's like, was there one, can you kind of give us like, share with us something maybe you learned along the way that has really kind of guided you or helped you? Yeah, I definitely learned being myself. Like, like being yourself will take you a long way. Um, I feel like right now we're in a world where everybody's trying to fit in and, and, and do what everybody's doing, especially in hip-hop, um, with the beats they're making or lyrics they're saying and, and just their image. I feel like being yourself carries you a long way. I see that as able to make people connect with you more. Um, and yeah, that, that's my biggest thing. Being yourself, it works. I and that's the quintessential hip-hop is all about authenticity. Thank you guys so much for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Screen Soldiers on Hip Hop's next 50 years. Remember, use your mind as your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.